This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. So police officers working around the state of Maine uh, to investigate this case. We're certainly not used to this and certainly not used to this kind of police presence. And it's, uh, you know, just a... a a remarkable day and all the wrong uh, reasons, for all the wrong reasons. A vehicle, which was a vehicle of interest in this incident, was located in Lisbon, and we are now also asking residents in Lisbon to shelter in place. Authorities looking for a 40-year-old guy by the name of Robert Card with an extensive history of mental health issues. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on uh, on this before we get on to more impactful news. Um, shooting 20, at least 22 dead. Manhunt intensifies for this person of interest. Robert Card in Maine apparently went to a couple of different businesses, I think including a bowl, uh, bowling alley, killed 22, 50 to 60. Injured numbers still coming in, but a history of mental health issues. Uh, and we one of the things we talk about here is we see polling for what it's worth. We talk about wrong direction of the tr- uh, country. And people are asked, you know, how do you feel about the direction of the country? To me, that speaks louder than who's leading in the presidential race. Who's doing this? By the way, new Missouri scout polling shows Trump obviously beaten uh, Biden here in Missouri. More polling continues to show Trump leading Biden. Um, but when you look at those numbers, wrong direction, we've said over and over again, to me, at least personally, that speaks to the collective mood, the collective psyche of our country. Yeah, we're bummed out. We're frustrated. We're depressed because of what's happened since January 20th, 2021. We see what's happening. Poorest borders, rising costs. One of our stories, local county, we know several local counties, but especially in one of our local counties, uh, real estate sales, home sales down drastically, like 20 plus percent. They're down. And to me, that says volumes about things. Yeah, we got some mental health issues. Yeah, the interest rates are horrible. The gas prices are horrible. And to, so to be like showing up to the same job, feeling like you're doing all you can and doing a good job and knowing that even if I got a raise, it probably isn't. It's not coming close to what I need to be able to afford my you know expenses. It's it's not great. And even if you're doing well, even if you, you know, were and two years ago, you were thinking, man, I'm I am killing it. I'm saving for my kids college. I'm putting money away for retirement. I'm on this path. You know, even if you if you can cover all your bills and you you look at it and you're like, man, three years ago, I was on this, you know, rocket ship to maybe retire early, maybe to help out, you know, the charity that I wanted to help out, maybe to leave, you know, some money behind for my kids, maybe to not have to worry about college. And you're like, what happened to that? I, I, I am no longer on that path. And I am hoping that, you know, maybe I can retire before I die. Yeah. And that and that affects us because you're thinking about these things when you're doing your budget at the end of the month and you're sitting at the kitchen table or you're on your laptop and you're going, man, this is different. These expenses are different. Or when you have to go to a store and you have to get stuff from a locked case that costs 10 bucks because of thievery, because nobody pushes this stuff real hard. All of those things, seriously, they make you for just that little moment in time, you get a little frustrated. Dang it. Why do I have to go and bug somebody in a store that, by the way, doesn't have enough employees because... Nobody wants to work because Joe's going to take care of me. You get frustrated there, and then when they go and unlock the thing, and then you're paying a lot for that, and and that you get frustrated. And then when you're filling up with gas, and you're going, man, I can't. All those little things, uh, they add up. Did I hear that you tried to call customer service again the other day? Check this out. It's so like you- the third event in recent <laughs> weeks. But I called, John, I called to compliment. Uh, oh, okay. 
a, a local grocery store. Good for you. By the way, uh, uh, spawn, it's high V. Mm-hmm. Um, I had and I went through the self checkout. Dang it! Look at you. Well, I had problems. <laughs> or the, the stuff wouldn't scan. And this young lady came up. I don't know. She was 22, 23 years old. And she came up and she was bubbly and vivacious. And so here, you know, I'm a crusty 52-year-old white guy always looking for stuff to be angry about, which isn't always true. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> she comes up and it was just an incredibly uh, delightful experience, despite the fact I bought $20 worth of grapes. Since wow. when do grapes cost? I bought two bags, twenty dollars. Wow! Listen, I tried to warn y'all a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, you cotton had the, candy grapes, and you the guys fancy made, grapes. Yeah, you guys made fun of me. So Anna was right about that inflation. Inflation, I guess, on the grapes. Goodness. Yep, cost of grapes too damn high. <laughs> See, but you guys don't have three little people who can literally eat all of those grapes in one sitting. Okay. So I have, I don't like. I, I've learned my lesson. I mean, at least no. you can like ration them. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and and she just made what was kind of a frustrating experience. Uh, she made it really nice, and we're joking and stuff, and I'm and I'm loving it. And I went home and I called Hyvee to compliment. Um, Good. The young lady. Good for you. I bet the boss really enjoyed hearing that. Well, I think it's nice because because then what happens? It's like um, if you get kind of like somebody says, "Man, Stephanie Bell and Hannah, the uh, producer Hannah at the Racks event last night, they did an incredible job." And then they go to one of the f- folks in management at Zimmer Radio Group and says, "Hey, just so you know, when mm-hmm. Stephanie was emceeing with Zach Paul, the weather dude from KRCG." She did a really good job, and if somebody calls Stephanie, Stephanie's supervisor here, and that gets back to Stephanie, doesn't that make your day? Yeah, it yeah. sure does. And if Hannah, somebody says, "Man, Hannah was at this event last night, and she was meeting and greeting out there front and center," and somebody calls the radio station and says, "Man, I want you to know about producer Hannah. I want to compliment them." At the end of the the day, it makes producer Hannah's day, and that's why I think these. That's why, I, and we joke about how much I complain about things, but it's my money, and I will call and lodge a complaint when necessary absolutely um but also to compliment yes build people up i think that's a good idea i also think thank you notes are thank you notes are important um which ties in i think it gets back to manners but it's so important you talk about you know these stores being understaffed and they are and yes there i have seen it myself at times bad service people on their phones not the least some of them don't even want to say they don't even say hello i've experienced that but many 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 times many many times i've experienced wonderful service and they are whether it's columbia jeff city ashland wherever in our listening area and they are overworked there are not enough people to work it is a why it is it is, an, it is an issue it, it is, is. A, it is an issue and it's something that people need to talk about because mm-hmm. i don't know what what in the world has happened did you what? almost say <gasps> I, I almost said the, 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 the <laughs> What? That rhymes similar to heck, but, but yeah. It's not. It's six fifteen in the morning, and Brian Houseworth is already dropping almost H E double hockey sticks. Stephanie Bell. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, Wake Up Mid Missouri on YouTube, you can also watch on Facebook. You'll see Stephanie's hiding her face and laughing. Why are you laughing? I'm so concerned for you. You've been you've been extra cranky lately, and I know you're going on a flight soon. You're gonna make you- him sit in the back of the plane. <laughs> And uh, if there's one place that can really uh, agitate someone, it's the airline experience. So I'm hoping things go smoothly for you coming I'll, up. I'm hoping more for the, the flight crew's sake 
Let it go smoothly for him. Here's how big I am on customer service when I'm in a flight to Idaho to go see the grandkids to carve pumpkins. I will knock on the cockpit door. Uh, excuse me, uh, Captain, can you speed this up a little bit? That's yeah. how big I am on uh, customer service. Man, Congressman Jason Smith called this on Wake Up mm-hmm. Mid-Missouri yesterday. Right, sure. When you see this afternoon, Mike Johnson will be the next Speaker of the House. You heard it from me. Uh, Marsh, did you wonder, because so when he because we asked him twice about that, he said it, and then we said, why are you so sure? Did you wonder for a minute, why is it all of a sudden everybody was so sure about this guy? Well, for Jason Smith and all, he's been pretty much dead on the money with everything we've followed up with him on, and that's probably a big part of the reason why he chairs the House Ways and Means Committee, but he, he has a good, good feel for what's happening on the Hill. He would, his House Ways and Means, I mean, he... he I assume they whipped. A whip means they counted the numbers. He he had the, had to know to Beforehand, go to, sure. to go out out like that. Well, I was gonna say a similar thing. Like Mark Alford was all over Twitter the other day saying, you know, Johnson will be the next Speaker of the House. We heard it from multiple people, and Randy Tobler on the Randy Tobler show yesterday afternoon made a good point. And he's like, "What happened to get everyone all united?" <laughs> Like, how did they? How did they just pull that out of their rear all of a sudden when it's been divided for a couple weeks? What, think, what did they do? Do you think they were just like worn down? Like they want to go home? They want this nightmare to be over? I mean, I know we were all there and said, "Hey, we got to just get over this." Also, you know, we have this looming budget deadline. So that's one of the things, Congressman oh, Mark that Alford. Little thing? Yeah, that you know the money in in in. I mean, they're tired of hearing from their constituents because <laughs> we heard some of the stories on Fox News that. They're breaking records for people getting in touch with their representatives on Capitol Hill. Which is a good thing, man. Get involved. Congressman Alford, he joins us. Be here at 635. You can hear from the congressman himself. We'll spend some time on the speaker race. But one of the other things we do want to talk about, what have we been missing? Because we've had the speaker race. We've had Israel. There's some other things that we need to be paying attention to. Social Security is one of them. Uh, Take a look at the Washington Post article that they've written about Mike Johnson. I think you guys will find it intriguing. Two big reasons. I like this guy. And Stephanie brought up the point yesterday. Why haven't we heard more about this guy? And now that I'm hearing, yeah, how come we haven't? Here's one of the big things. I really like this guy. This is why I think he will be effective uh, for the Republican Party and why I think Ultimately, he'll be effective for all Americans. We're going to tell them what we're for, what agenda we are pursuing, and why it is best for every American. Why it will give them more liberty, opportunity, and security. We're going to speak to that clearly. We're going to act consistently. And we're going to exhibit two things here, trust and teamwork. Why? Why? It's one of the things we try to hang our hat uh, here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. So we say this stuff when we talk about Biden and the border and finances and things like that. We're not doing it to just be complaining about the president of the United States of America. We try to explain, okay, this is why it's going to matter. This is how it's going to affect you. And I love the fact that Congressman and now Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, said that. He says, we're going to explain to the American people why this matters and i believe and i believe for a long time if they would spend less time sending out hot tweets and getting on the tvs and trashing this congressman and that lawmaker and trump did this five years ago and joe biden if they spent more time saying this is why this matters this is why it affects you and guess what else about mike johnson besides being obviously a staunch opponent of abortion besides being a a a a good conservative 
guess what else about Mike Johnson? He was, well, he is a lawyer and he was a radio host. So, how about that? A There's lawyer- a combo. Right? <laughs> we don't see that too often. Unfortunately, we <laughs> have been blessed to have Stephanie Bell, who is uh, an extremely successful attorney, Ellinger Bell in Jefferson City, and an extremely successful talk show host. Something we have in, uh, she has in common with Mike Johnson. One of the other things he talked about, um, seven core values that are American ideas. And I love that because we talk about conservative ideas. These aren't conservative ideas. They are simply American ideas. Coming up five minutes from now, we're going to be doing the daily D.C. rundown. Well, Trump, I think we got the count up to six that he had been in the courtroom six times in the civil fraud trial. But yesterday, this is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Speaking very loud, he's a totally discredited witness and you haven't seen anything yet. Donald Trump yesterday uh, talking about Michael Cohen taking the stand yesterday and Trump was not kidding. Yanks, nothing yet. That's getting us into today's Daily DC Rundown with Stephanie Bell. I wonder every day what it would be like to be Trump's lawyer and to try to get him to just be quiet sometimes. Um, He actually was uh, abruptly called to the witness stand yesterday in this trial. He has been kind of sitting and watching. Um, He's been voluntarily attending some of these court proceedings. Um, Yesterday, the judge called him to the witness stand. He was fined $10,000. If you recall, he had made some remarks about the uh, judge's staff, and the judge issued a gag order and was like, don't talk about my staff. Well, I guess Trump said something about a person who's very partisan sitting alongside the judge. And the judge was like, I told you not to do that. We're going to, you know, fine you for that. His lawyers tried to argue. He was actually talking about Cohen. And there was some argument about who was closer to the judge. And anyway, the judge said, you're fine. Ten grand. Of course, that's going to set uh, set Trump back a bit. No. He will probably continue to speak out. And his lawyers will probably continue to be frustrated with him. Um, also, uh, we're hearing about another uh, criminal matter. Representative Jamal Bowman has formally been charged for pulling the fire alarm. Thank goodness. I mean, he should. I mean, there should have been uh, ramifications for him. He's going to expected to plead guilty. He will have to formally apologize. Do we care if people formally apologize? I noticed that was nope. like Sidney Powell has to write a letter to the people of uh, Georgia. Jenna Ellis does like, like a male elementary school punishment yeah why why are what's up with all these formal apologies like i don't get it here's a better idea i think uh put a chalkboard a house floor and have jabal bowman get up there and write <laughs> 200 times Wasn't i'm he? sorry for being a moron and pulling a fire alarm <laughs> that'd be like good that. well and someone t- I, I think it was a texter that told us he used to be like a high school principal so it's not like i mean he's seen people prank and pull fire alarms so he knew what he was doing he wasn't just trying to like open a door that he couldn't get into and mark alford told us yeah that door was closed so i like went the other way i didn't pull the <laughs> fire alarm anyway he's got to formally apologize pay a thousand dollar fine and serve three months of fire alarm probation so i'm glad to hear at least yep. something's happening there um, also, uh, China's top diplomat visits Washington this week. They are expected to have three days of meetings. Um, they expect Antony Blinken to urge China to play more of a constructive role uh, in the Israel, Hamas, and Russia-Ukraine wars. Obviously, we've seen a Good lot luck. of... Yeah, China has been assisting Russia in ways that make everybody uncomfortable. And I don't think three meetings uh, with the Biden administration, or three days with the Biden administration is really... I don't see us getting anywhere with that. And the problems for Biden are becoming astonishingly uh, astonishingly difficult to solve. As a matter of fact, when you have the governor of California trying to soothe relations over, he went, talked to Xi Jinping. When you have that happening, that amplifies 
Yeah, there's problems with his administration and ultimately problems for us as the American folks. And I'm wondering what our local uh, car dealers are saying about this UAW strike. It has been going on for nearly six weeks. But yesterday, the UAW said it's reached a tentative uh, contract agreement with Ford. Now, that's important because um, it could serve as kind of a sample agreement for the other two automakers and get things really moving. This is a four-year deal. It has not yet been approved. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. On the individual freedom, limited government, the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, and human dignity. Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, Republican Congressman from Louisiana. I love that seven core American values, seven core American ideas, not just conservative ideas. Congressman Mark Olford joining us right now here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I'm Brandon Rather, Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah, John Marsh, Brian Howsworth, Mark, uh, Congressman Mark Olford. Let me ask you this. what? Because Stephanie said this on the show yesterday after we're hearing and learning more about this guy. Why didn't we know more about this guy before? Why didn't we know about him? And what is it that you're liking about Mr. Johnson? Well, good morning, Brandon. And uh, congratulations on your transition uh, to a a new career. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. But um, look, Mike has been a stalwart in our conference and in our body for some time. He's just been a quiet, reserved, uh, thoughtful person and and thoughtful people, quite frankly, in Congress, where everyone's trying to stand out a little bit, um, you're kind of in the background. And I think that's how Mike, our speaker now, look, he's from Louisiana, and I love a good gumbo. Our, our, I liken our conference to a gumbo. Uh, Mike is the roux that's going to hold everything together. He wants us to be the peppers, the, the chicken, the andouille sausage, the, the shrimp in this gumbo. And he wants us to get the credit and, and build our conference and our body together. He is he is satisfied by being the Rue. The Rue by itself is pretty bland, but he doesn't care about the accolades. He doesn't care about the attention. He is there for a purpose. He believes that God has put him there uh, at this time and at this place for our country. And if you watch the speech from yesterday, uh, it is so different than what Kevin McCarthy did back in January. Uh, I, I believe his tone and tenor are what we need today. It's not attacking the Democrats. In fact, some of the Democrats, uh, there were there were parts of his speech yesterday where they got up and applauded. So this is what we need. And I've been saying this, Brandon, you know me, le- uh, less yelling at each other and more listening, trying to find common ground where we can, but not compromise our core principles. Now, I think I saw on your Twitter that you, I think you referred to him as your friend. Uh, what, I mean, tell us about your interaction. You're newer. What, what, have your, what, what was your first interaction with him? Well, we have a couple of things in common. We're both vertically challenged about the same height. <laughs> uh, in fact, I, I started, everyone has a caucus here, and I started the eye to eye caucus, uh, <laughs> where members uh, of our same uh, stature. Uh, see eye to eye, not just physically, but also spiritually and uh, uh, on our political viewpoints. But uh, that that's kind of a, a joke to some degree. Uh, Mike and I uh, have a, a common bond in, in, I think, our faith in Jesus Christ. Um, it, it was evident 
from the way he conducted himself through this whole process. You know, behind closed doors, all this this week, uh, it's been a painful process, long into the night, trying to select a speaker. And Mike uh, lost uh, a round or two. And it, after Tom Emmert could not get the 217 votes behind closed door and dropped out, Mike was back in the race. And uh, when he lost to Tom Emmert originally, he gave one of the best um, heartfelt congratulations to Tom, said he would support him. And his demeanor, I think, has catapulted him. People realize there's something different about Mike Johnson. All right, Congressman Mark Alford joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Congressman, talk to us about the what next is funding for Israel's war and, gosh, getting the government back on track and all that. What's the time frame on that now? We are in full gear. We're getting started early this morning. Uh, We've got to do battle for the American people. We've got to support Israel. Yesterday, one of the first orders of business after uh, Mike was sworn in, we took a little bit of break. We came back and we did pass a resolution. I think it was 425 uh, or even better than that. I don't know the final vote, but to support Israel unconditionally and condemn Hamas. Um, We needed to do that to send a clear message that the House of representatives is on the side of Israel. Next is a funding package. We've got to make sure that that funding for Israel is separate from the funding for Ukraine. Two very different issues going on there. Uh, we've got to take up these eight remaining appropriation bills. And I was uh, privy to a meeting yesterday where they're trying to figure out the schedule on that. We are going to come home for a short time this weekend, but return early, I think, to get to work for that. Our Our uh, continuing resolution ends November 17th. We don't have time to waste. And our speaker, Mike Johnson, knows that. Steve Scalise, by the way, our majority leader, who puts the scheduling together and introduces things on the floor, has the the floor schedule, he has not stopped working through all this three weeks. He has everything lined up, ready to go. We just couldn't get going until we had a speaker, and now we have a speaker. Congressman, uh, we appreciate you joining us live. Two pretty quick questions here um, that that are both very important. One you wrote about just about a week ago, and of course yesterday. What are the chances of getting the new speaker, Mike Johnson, to Columbia or Sedalia or to your district in two, but unrelated? But you just sent a letter to the secretary of the Army about uh, asbestos in lead-based paint in military housing. What's the status on that? Well, first off, uh, it's too early to ask uh, the speaker to come help me out uh, uh, in my district, but I will be glad to do that. I think in the future, he is he is committed to going to every district that he has not been in yet. Uh, a part of the um, job of the speaker is to know each district. And I think that's one thing Kevin McCarthy was very good at. You know, he came and helped me out two years ago in St. Louis, and uh, we did not technically dip into our district, but he did help me, and I think he had a clear understanding of the districts. As far as this issue with um, military housing, look, I am on the House Armed Services Committee. Uh, I am on the Military Personnel Subcommittee. I'm also on the Quality of Life panel that uh, General Bacon on our committee has put together. And this is a very serious issue. Housing is in a deficit position uh, for our families, the uh, military housing that our families live in, but also our barracks situation and so we're working Uh, we know there are issues with that 
we're trying to get the funding to correct those. We've we've helped along with Josh Hawley to secure fifty million dollars worth of funding in the National Defense Authorization Act for housing at Fort Leonard Wood. So we are aware of the problems. We don't want anyone in our military living in substandard conditions. And the Secretary of the Army, the Undersecretary that's over housing, I had a private meeting with her uh, two weeks ago. Uh, she was here in D.C. and we talked about these issues. Uh, I'm glad that this is coming to light, but we've got to make sure that um, there are there are plans in place to modernize our housing and make sure it's safe for everyone. All right, Congressman Mark Alford joining us on the show. A lot of attention being paid to Israel, the Democrats' pathetic response in a lot of cases to what's happening there. Obviously, a lot of attention focused on the speaker race in your mind. What are a couple of big things that we as Americans and Missourians have been missing because of the focus on these other issues? Well, I think first and foremost, in my mind, is the border. And I know we've talked about it a lot, but we are seeing day after day the consequences of the Biden administration's lack policies, allowing our borders to basically remain open and then gaslighting the American people, saying that there's no crisis. You know, when seven million illegal aliens come across um, a border into a sovereign nation, it makes a difference. It makes a difference uh, on our culture. It makes a difference on our economy. It makes a difference when 107,000 people are, are basically poisoned with fentanyl that's come across that border. And it makes a difference, I think, to um, to our attitude as Americans. Look, we want legal immigration in America, people to contribute to the fabric of America. But our fabric is being ripped apart by this illegal immigration and a broken down amnesty system. So I think that's one thing we are going to be addressing. We did pass the border security bill. We're going to try to maybe attach that to some other funding bills uh, when we get in negotiations with the Senate. The other thing we, we have to do, I've already mentioned, is passing these eight appropriation bills, and that includes uh, some some very serious cuts in some areas, but also supporting our military. That we have the, uh, we just had a subcommittee meeting yesterday on our submarine force. Are we ready to take on China if we need to? We have a deficit in the number of submarines and other uh, aircraft and sea craft that we need to catch up with. And uh, I think another really important thing that we need to be uh, focused on is the uh, the unity issue that we have in America. And I think Mike Johnson is going to work on that as we come together and we start listening uh, rather than than just talking. I, I, I said this week we don't we need to not just elect a speaker of the House, but we need to elect a listener of the House, and that's what we have now. By the way, uh, one of the folks on your staff, uh, Austin, has always been incredibly helpful and prompt to us. And, I, I, and I'm only mentioning it because so so an inside kind of point of view for folks listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri this morning does not always happen when we're dealing with folks in Washington, D.C. Wanted to give kudos to him. Congressman Mark Alford, anything else you'd like to mention before we let you go, sir? Well, Brennan, I just want to congratulate you on a great career there. Uh, you know, two years ago, I stepped down from a very similar morning position. Uh, mine was on TV and yours is on radio. I know you're going to do great. Um, and uh, my words of advice for you, just always be yourself, be honest, be true to who you are. And uh, some people won't like you. That's okay. Uh, they don't have to like you. They just have to respect you. Well, I'm used to it. I've worked with Hannah and Stephanie for several years now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wow. Man. By the way, um, we're st- Mark, uh, Congressman Mark Alford has a podcast that's going to start airing on one of our radio stations here on the network. That's going to start airing, and it's really good, by the way. Otherwise, we would not be caring. It's going to be airing uh, Sundays, 2 o'clock. So make sure you start look checking that out Sundays. Our guest this week, we're, we're taping this today with Steve Scalise. You were going to hear his entire story about the assassination attempt at the baseball field, uh, his battle now with blood cancer, and his battle this month for the Speaker of the House position. It's going to be a very intriguing interview. Congressman Mark Alford, Wake Up Mid-Missouri. We're appreciative of your time. Thank you. Coming up, by the way, uh, Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe is here. We've, We've got some rain over a period of several days. What about the drought and how is it affecting Missouri's biggest industry. Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe here at 735. Coming up a few minutes from now, how long before? This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Stick down 318. It's worst day in nine months. All right, so worst day in nine months. How is it going to be looking this morning? Stephanie Bell is going to cover that for you. Morning Bell, she look at your uh, opening numbers. That's coming up at 825. Welcome to the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Stephanie Bell, John Marsh, producer Hannah Bryan, Housworth, I am Brandon Rather. One of, you know, one of the things I think that we've been fans of here on the show for a long time, getting involved, whether it's Stephanie Bell emceeing the Racks event and producer Hannah being there to help out last night, getting involved with your community. So I wanted to bring in real quick Debbie Portell, Caring Hearts and Hands of Columbia, because there's an event, an event coming up this weekend. First of all, Debbie, what is Caring Hearts and Hands? Caring Hearts and Hands is an end-of-life care home We are a 501c3, and we care for people in the last 30 days of life who are referred to us by hospice agencies. Uh, We just opened our home in May, and to date, we have had about 27 guests. This is all at no cost to our guests. And it's important work that you do because obviously not everybody is so situated that, hey, you know, we're going to, you know, do end-of-life care in a retirement facility. So what can we do to help? Well, we are having our third annual fundraiser called Lights for Love, and it's a luminary event. It will be at Bethel Park this Saturday, the 28th, from 6 to 8 p.m., rain or shine. (laughs) People are encouraged to donate. Donate $20 to purchase a luminary in memory of someone they've loved and lost. The luminaries will be lining the sidewalk around the lake. Uh, Music will be provided. Refreshments are available. It's just, we hope it's just a beautiful night with no rain. We don't mind the cold, but rain or shine, we will be there. It'll be a perfect fall evening, and that is a beautiful sight, by the way, when you do these luminary events, and it's 20 bucks, and you're out hanging out with other folks in the community. Going to be an amazing event. If we want to learn more about your event for Caring Hearts and Hands, is there a website somewhere we can go to to get more info? Yes, we have a website, and I'd love for people to learn more about our mission and and consider volunteering at the house. Our email address, or our website address, sorry, is caringheartsingularandhands.org. Thank you. So you can get on yourself. All right, Debbie, thank you for your time. We appreciate what you do. You can get on your smartphone right now and punch in that website and see how you can help. Very important um, thing. By the way, uh, how long have you had your cell phone, staff? This one? Four weeks, three weeks. Four weeks. Producer Hannah, how long you had your phone? Um, I just looked this morning, and it's been 18 months. 18 months. Marsh, what about you? couple months. Yeah, me too. I got a new phone after seven years, almost. 
and that's not a good idea. We're going to tell you why. So, <laughs> Well, it's not a good idea if you don't adapt well to change. <laughs> There's that. You are correct. Your phone was so old, it still had the circle headphone jack. So when I went and got this phone, <laughs> I bought it and went... <laughs> Went through the process, and I realized I'm going to the gym, to and I'm going to uh, uh, listen to my stuff on the phone, and I'm like, there's no phone jack. Who the heck sells a phone, and there's no headphone jack in this phone? <laughs> I went down to Verizon. You couldn't find the hole? I couldn't find the hole. Oh, no. I stormed down to the Verizon store, and I walk in. Hey, you guys showed me a phone. There's no headphone jack. I can't you find the did. hole on this thing. And they said, there hasn't been one of those for seven years. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Get you a dongle. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that. Actually, it ended up getting some real nice uh, uh, wireless ones at the suggestion. Earbuds. Earbuds at Welcome the, to 2023. At the suggestion of Steph. So which phones on average last... Now, I had the phone. It was a Samsung uh, Galaxy S8. The model they're up to now is 23. That's the one I have. <laughs> Gives you an idea. Uh, the winner for longevity on average iPhones.